Welcome to Unplanned Potency, the only podcast on the internet where animals are vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> what are chickens? Tell me. Vegetables. Oh, just <laughs> all vegetables? Yeah, the best chicken is a vegetable. Okay, okay. That's that's how this I works. I see. They're not one-to-one like chickens and carrot. They're just vegetables now. Yeah, no, no. I got it. Animals don't become pre-existing vegetables. <laughs> they just are now classified <laughs> as vegetables. Nothing changes about the chemical makeup of the animals either. They're just vegetables. Oh, okay. It's just a new definition. Yeah. I got it. Right, yeah. Okay. It's, we're just fucking with the English language. Now. That's fair. I like that. <laughs> um, Chris. Yeah. How was your week? You had a vacation. I, What'd you do? I did have a vacation. Um, oh, what did I do? I slept some. I didn't sleep enough. Had long nights. Had short nights. <laughs> um, I. It was it was a mixture of things. Um, in the beginning, I got up and I left, and I just you know. Went around town and like went to places I hadn't gone to and tried some like mm-hmm. I tried some new restaurants and I went to like some shops and downtown and just kind of like did a day that like I thought that some people would normally do, you know, just like go okay. out and go to shops yeah. and stuff. Uh, tried to be a functioning member yeah. of society. Yeah, I tried to be normal, I guess. Uh, in my, I I did what I envisioned normal people do. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. what what people would have done in the 90s, basically, is what I envision a normal person to be. Someone that just goes outside and, and, and visits places. I, I found that real uninteresting. Uh, <laughs> and it sucked. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, okay. Um, the second day, uh played World of Warcraft. Um, okay. Which uh, did you play classic or I did play classic. You played Wrath. I did play I Wrath. Um stayed up too late that night. Yeah, well that Wrath will do that to you. Wrath will do that to you. Um Did you enjoy it? Are you still playing it? Or you... Um, I am still playing it. Um I got two eighty and I geared up and ready for next to well, next release tonight. Um just so people know when this is recording. If you play Wrath of the Lich King Classic, this is being recorded on the night that Max Ramus Classic and Wrath got nice, released. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, so played that. Uh, the rest of the week, um, I cleaned the outside of my house, used a power washer, got scrubbed down the nice. outside of the house, did some yard work. Damn. Uh, enjoyed some uh, just TV and stuff. Read some book. I read a couple books during that period. That's something oh, wow. I haven't done in read? forever. Whoa! I'm trying to remember the name of it. It's a whole series by. So the art, the authors. It's a six book series, um, by Margaret Weiss and Tracy Hickman, who are writers of Dragonlance novels. But there was a period where they had a falling out with Wizards of the Coast, so yeah. they went with another company and wrote a six-book series, and I started okay. that, and I can't remember. I think I think it's called the Dragon Gateway series or 
Chronicles or something like that, and I can't remember. The names of the books aren't great. But I picked those up a couple years ago just because I was fans of like the stuff they did with Dragonlance. Right. And I just hadn't read the books. And I was like, I got a vacation, and I want to do something different. So I read a couple of those. Nice. Let my plant get a little sickly because I forgot to water it. Oh, that's why there's no plant picks. Yeah. Uh, it's doing better, though. It's recovering. And that's about it. Uh, it was really actually enjoyable to just yeah, that sounds great. Do different sounds stuff. Like you just did what you wanted to do and didn't have to worry about work. Yeah, it was it was really yeah. nice. And it's actually the best kind of vacation. But yeah. we've already been over that. Yeah, and I avoided playing just video games the entire time because right. that's something I didn't want to do because I knew I could. Right. So and I successfully managed not to do that. So that was nice. What about you, Matt? What did you do? Um, last week was that last week? Mm-hmm. Yes, I went to Nashville to visit a couple of friends from high school, and we went and saw "Bring Me the Horizon" in concert. Uh, that was fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It's the second time I've seen them. It the show was better than the first time I saw them. Ooh, that's uh, nice. The crowd was one of the rowdiest crowds I've ever been in. It was it was pretty crazy. Like uh they're a metal band so you would you would expect a little bit of moshing and stuff. This this crowd I think was particularly active and I don't know if it was I think like I don't know if it was where it was or just like the certain combination of people that ended up being there. But anyway, it's pretty crazy. It's a good show. Um and then over the weekend I I didn't do a whole lot, but this upcoming weekend, I'm going to Kentucky um, with my mom and some of my family members, and we're going to hang out in Louisville and Louisville. Uh, visit some distilleries and stuff, and yeah. Well, while you're in Louisville, you should go to uh, the Louisville Stadium baseball team, Louisville Sluggers. I think they have uh, their own stadium. Louisville Sluggers are the, the bats. Yeah, well, you can yeah. get down in Louisville, you can get mini bats. Right. From, from like, the actual production plant, which is pretty neat. You can get a tour of it. pretty nifty. That's the only thing I know about Louisville. You know what? That's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm probably not going to do that. You don't but... want a mini bat? <laughs> I mean, it's not that I'm completely uninterested. It's just not, probably not something I'm going to make time to do. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> That's something uh, I did when I was like 10. <laughs> and right. so I was like, I can relate. This is, <laughs> this is my chance to say I know something. something. I know something. Yeah. Um, Chris, yeah. do you know what today's topic is? I haven't got a clue what today's topic is. We have another fan-suggested topic. Oh. Uh, this one comes from John. And the topic is, what would we do if we were living in the apocalypse? And if we got to choose our apocalyptic future, what type of apocalypse would we like to live in? Oh. Which I assume means like nuclear or like virus wow. apocalypse or like heat death of the planet. Whoa. That's, that's a big one. That's a that's big question. That's big. 
Wow. I want I want to tack something onto that too. I want to extend his topic. Okay. If we were living in a post-apocalyptic future, what type of jobs do you think people would have? Like so. Okay. Wow. This is this is heavy. This is there's a lot to un- unpack here. Where do we start? Yeah. I guess I guess the best place. We- I guess with what type of apocalypse? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think for me, I'm gonna pick zombie. I think uh, that's okay. where I'm gonna choose my base to start from. And so we're going. We're in the future, like where people have survived, but it's post. It's post apocalypse. Right. Yeah. So this this is like zombie land. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yes, post-apocalypse of zombies, that's where I will choose to be. How about yourself? Okay. I, man, I don't know. So I'm tempted to say nuclear apocalypse, Uh huh. but because Fallout makes it look so cool, <laughs> but, <laughs> but real nuclear apocalypse would probably be worse. Like, it probably wouldn't be cool. It would probably actually be... Uh, like you have to bet on radiation causing something cool to happen for for nuclear apocalypse to be cool. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think zombie apocalypse does have the most going for it in the sense that like you're defending yourself against an enemy. Cause like uh fucking what's the Will Smith movie? Uh, not I Robot. It's Legend of No. I am Legend. I am Legend. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That movie's fucking cool. It's a dope movie. Is that yeah. post-apocalypse though? That's like the height, or like he's the last. The apocalypse is currently. He's in. the last person like alive. That's not post. That's that's true. The end. I'm gonna go with to make it interesting. I'm gonna go with nuclear apocalypse. Okay. See, I think you hit on exactly the reason that I chose zombie though. And I think a lot of this is this is me saying something about humanity as a whole. Mm. I think humans want the zombie apocalypse. They want to be in the zombie apocalypse and survive the zombie apocalypse so that they can kill zombies. But continue. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's something that so many people want to do because people are fucked up in the head and they're like, I want to kill things that look like people and not get in trouble for it. And that's right, zombies. Yeah. yeah. It gives you an excuse to murder. Yes. It's, it's yeah. a license to kill and to <laughs> kill without restraint. With no remorse. Yeah. Just hordes and hordes of people. Like, yeah. uh, what was the Capcom game? Uh, not land of the dead. Uh, Oh, oh I know what you're talking about. Where the one that's basically like, it's like, if Saints Row was a zombie yes, apocalypse game. exactly. Yeah. Why can't I? I know what you're talking about. I don't know. I can't think of the name of it. There's like three or four of them. But yeah, you get to just run through about. with like lawnmowers and chainsaws on like mop sticks. And you're just mowing down hordes and hordes of zombies. Left for dead. Mowing down hordes of zombies. People love right. killing zombies. People are also banking on their ability to be like good at combat. Yes. But this <laughs> so. this scenario has guaranteed my survival, so I'll take it. I'm already in the post-apocalypse. I made Fair it. Enough. Made it through the apocalypse. Yeah. Um, shooting zombies would be fun. Like, would would living in 
a post-apocalyptic world where you constantly have to worry about zombies like invading your living space. Like that would be stressful. You'd never get decent rest. Well, it depends. It depends how civilization reforms. I think. Right. Um, because if you get like makeshift cities back together with perimeters and fences. And, like, a lot of people patrolling the fences and, like, mounted guns on the walls. Yeah. And they're actually, like, taking care of it and shit like that. And people are working together. Then, that sounds fun. Yeah. You, it sounds horrifying, but it sounds fun. Yeah, you could, you could actually get a good night's sleep knowing that people are doing their job patrolling the walls. If people changed and actually did their jobs correctly. But that's... I think <laughs> when, it, when shit hits the fan real hard... And... Uh, people's work ethic is going to change. <laughs> That's true. Like, when it literally becomes a matter of life and death, I think people are willing to put in the effort. Yeah, but what about, but in the post-apocalypse, when we've already got these cities set up, and you've yeah. got a large group of people patrolling together, does everyone's attitude stay that way, or do, do they start or becoming do more relaxed complacent? and complacent? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then you'll get, like, a new generation of people that are just like, eh, fuck it. This, this is just how shit is. There, zombies never attack, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I don't know anybody who's died from a zombie attack. Yeah, and then it happens again. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably onto something there, for sure. I mean, event- eventually, aren't we going to run out of zombies to kill, though? Eventually, I would think, but... Is this a virus that keeps spreading and turning more people into zombies? Let's just assume... That uh, something like 90% of the population gets taken yeah. over by the zombie virus. I mean, okay. 10% of the population killing 90% of the population, that's going to take a while. That is going to take, take a while. For sure. It's going to take a good chunk yeah. of time. So I think we've got a little bit of time to just enjoy killing zombies. I mean, early on, like, one person's going to have to kill, like, two or three zombies a day. Um, but like later on, you may, one person may kill a zombie or two a week. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. This is probably going to be a thing that lasts for at least a couple generations of people. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Because you're going to set up your city in one place and you're going to like slowly spread out from there and find more zombies as you clear land. So. Okay. Here's the interesting thing about the zombie apocalypse. The zombie apocalypse probably isn't going to take out like technology and stuff. How are you envisioning that this zombie apocalypse happens? Right, well, like, there's several different ways the zombie apocalypse could happen, right? So there's the slow virus with uh, so we've got multiple types of viruses and we've got multiple types of zombies. So let's run through this real fast. We've got the type of virus that spreads through the air. And just yeah. sweeps across nations and infects the majority of people. Right. Horrible. Then you've got the virus that has to be passed from person to person with a patient zero, which spreads far slower. Um, then in, in types of zombies, you've got your classic zombies that move slowly and kind of like zombie walk along. And then you've got like your uh, World War Z type zombies where they're just like have forgotten the restraints that their brains put on their muscles and they're just faster than people and they're just sprinting around. So those are the scariest ones. Yeah. Those are horrifying. 
Fuck that. Yeah. If if we were in scenario airborne virus with World War Z zombies, humanity loses. Hands down. Humanity's fucked. That's yeah. They're too powerful and there's too many of them. We lose. There is no post. And how are you going to keep people from getting infected? Yeah, you're not. Like, yeah. You're not. Once it's no, in that's going to wipe out humanity. Yeah. Humanity's done. Toast me, guys. Yeah. But if we're talking like Shaun of the Dead zombies. Yes. Like worthless zombies. Yeah. Now we're, that's, that's survivable. So we're, we're, we have to take our needle and move it more in that direction. Um, now you could maybe do some kind of hybrid thing. And make a new type of zombie where you're like, they start out super fast, but as their metabolism burns through the stored energy in their muscles, they become the other type of zombie until they're trudging along. So like for like, like yeah. a day, they're super like fast, and then they like slow down. Something like that. But if they stay fast, you're fucked. You're going to need them to <laughs> not be or super Or if it's like just the occasional fast one. Yeah. Then, then you're okay. Um, so I think we're sitting somewhere and the zombies are kind of slow. They're worse than human territory. Think passing yeah. through bite. Uh, I, I think passing through bite might be too easy to survive. I don't think there's going to, if it, if the plague passes through bite, I don't think it will spread fast enough to cause an apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. That's stoppable. Sure. Absolutely. The first person That's, that gets bit, that person and patient zero are both going to be killed, <laughs> like yeah. immediately. It, that's not going to spread any more than rabies does, right? Like, and we see how much how big rabies of a problem rabies is. Yeah. I mean, it's not an insignificant problem, but it's not destroying our society. Yeah, it's gonna have. So this this virus has to be airborne. It has to hit a population. That population has to turn. Now, we can say that something in their body, when they die, like spores are released, and it continues to be airborne, however this virus works. So this is the kind of zombie thing I'm envisioning, where you can't be too close to a zombie when it dies. A mass amount of the population gets hit at once, and then it spreads. But the zombies aren't overly terrifying. Okay, so... In this situation, you're envisioning a world where basically you wake up one day and this has just happened basically overnight. Pretty much, yeah. Um, so let's say, let's say you wake up mm-hmm. one day and you go on the, the Twitters or whatever and you see that this is happening. What's your immediate reaction? <laughs> My first reaction is... Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> uh yeah. Uh it's gonna be a little bit of fear mixed with a little bit of excitement. That's gonna be the initial reaction. Uh the first thing I'm gonna do after that is I'm gonna figure out I'm gonna assuming that the headline didn't just say where, I'm gonna find out where it was. Um Let's say let's say you're close to ground zero. Like let's say it's like the next city. Immediately over. getting weapons. As many weapons as I can find. Everybody's already done that. 100%. Yeah. Like, you're going to have to be fighting people for other weapons. Well, weapons. luckily, I have weapons, so okay. I, I am prepared. Uh, not 
zombie level prepared, but I do have some weaponry. Um, so I would grab ammo is going to be an issue. Yes, ammo would be an issue. Um, it here's the thing. So ammo in the United States, the United States, luckily for us living here, has more ammo per person than any other country in the world. Uh, ammo is quite abundant in the United States. Also, most towns have more ammo than people. So, luckily, um, if you have a gun that has a nine millimeter that uses a nine millimeter bullet, if you can find a gun store, you can probably find ammo because there is so much nine millimeter ammo in those gun stores. It would be hard for it to be ransacked unless it was by like a couple hundred people. You just couldn't carry enough of it as a single person. Like I don't know. Like your local gun store I don't probably know. has like ten thousand cases. Everybody's everybody's gonna want sure guns sure though. and ammo. Yes, like. But what what are the odds that enough people get there fast enough to take all five thousand cases of the nine millimeter ammo in your local gun store plus? All the shotgun shells, all the rifle ammo. Everything. I think people are gonna immediately react by just buying insane amounts of stock. Like, it's a lot, man. There, there's a lot of yeah. ammo in a, just one gun store. I mean, in a decently sized city, you only need like a couple dozen people who are willing to drop like fifteen or twenty grand on just buying a shitload of this ammo. This is true. This is true. Well. And I can't say that if I didn't wake up in the zombie apocalypse, <laughs> like a likely zombie apocalypse, that I wouldn't be willing to spend several thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I guess I guess you will, if that's the situation, you're going to want to have a 9mm because it's the most common bullet size, right? So that should you find ammo, it's most likely to be 9mm. Instead of buying it, okay. actually finding it, it's most likely to be 9mm because someone else died or something. So you'll be able to use it. And then you're going to want a, an uncommon ammo type so that it's less likely to be bought. Like uh, oh, 44 caliber okay. is a pretty uncommon bullet type because most guns take 45s or 40s. Now you're thinking. About, now you're thinking. Now, now you're thinking. Now you're thinking. So a 44 caliber would be an uncommon size. So they're most they're less likely to get taken. Um, yeah. So if you have both of those, you're more likely to find ammo. If you just so wake like up in this situation, though, go ahead. So like a nine millimeter pistol, you're probably gonna want like a twenty two rifle too. I don't know how much damage you're gonna be able to do to the average zombie with a twenty two, but that's probably gonna be easy to find. Yeah, ammo for that would be easy ammo to find on. as well. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna want the easy to find ammo guns. And you're going to want the offshoots so that you can be like, if I go to a gun store, it'll probably be there. Yeah. I think that's how. Now, if I just woke up tomorrow and it was like that, yeah, I'm limited on ammo. I have enough to protect myself in my home, which is a case. Um, so what would I do in that situation? Assuming the zombie apocalypse hasn't already just like ran over everyone. I'll probably drive away from it, being realistic, and like 
Yeah, that's another thing. Because I'm just not going to fight the horde, like, front line. Fuck that. That's stupid. I ain't doing that. Yeah, that's the other thing that you do 100% is stock. Well, I mean, gasoline goes bad, though. That's the problem. Yeah. You're definitely going to want to get some gas, though. Yeah. I don't, I don't think you stay near ground zero, though you leave. Yeah. You, that's, probably, that's probably the best course of action. Yeah. Is to just fucking book it. Yeah. You, you 100% And that's probably what, well, I don't know if that's what they're going to recommend people do either because they don't want people leaving because they're just going to spread it to other areas. Of the that's country true. They do that. That's true. If, it, if you are near ground zero, the military is going to lock down your state. Yeah. You're not getting out. Yeah, are you even going to, if it's gotten so bad that you saw it on Twitter, are you even going to be able to That's get out? That's true. Yeah, let's backtrack. You're not getting out. There's no way. There's no way that if it breaks out in the town next to you, that your town isn't going to be locked down. Right. Because with COVID, like, yeah, they almost immediately told people to stop going state to state. Yeah. And that was, I mean, that that's something that kills like 0.1% yeah. of the population or something like that. They don't, <laughs> they don't. It's the, a virus that's actually actively causing people to kill each other. And turning people into zombies, they'll they'll waste no time. Yeah. So now I'm now you're putting now I'm like forced into the situation where like I have limited amount of ammo, I can't leave the state. So now I have to defend myself from like this initial wave of zombies. So I have to be able to fight. So now my choice has become find people to align myself with that got a lot of ammo, or take the go. ammo. Now you're thinking. What I would be doing is absolutely trying to find groups online that are banding together yeah. and, and figuring out what they're doing. Uh, you don't want to try to weather it by yourself. No, no, this is a terrible, that's a terrible situation to try to do by yourself. But if you are going to do it by yourself, you're going to have to go ahead and realize that you are now a murderer because you're going to have to kill people for <laughs> ammo. This is now part of your reality if you want to do this you're, alone. You think it's going to get down to the point where you're going to have to kill other uninfected people to survive? Absolutely. At the height of the apocalypse, not maybe at the beginning, I mean, hopefully not at the end, definitely not post, but at the height of the apocalypse, if you are trying to survive, there are going to be opposing factions of humans that want to do things specific ways, and you're going to kill other people to get ammo so that you survive 100 percent. yeah and for uh, just for resources in general clean water clean clothing soap is that going to become in a zombie apocalypse is that really going to become that rare though because what what makes clean water hard to find uh well if any like zombie bodies fall into a water source the water source is fucked I guess, like in rivers, though, as long as they're not upstream, they'll probably True. be fine. But if it's like your local water... Uh, I guess it depends on how contagious this is. Yeah. The, the, yeah, there's a lot of variables to it. Um, like if you couldn't drink the well water if a zombie fell into your well, no, you, mm. you're fucked there. I mean, rainwater, I'm sure, would be fine. You can collect Yeah, rainwater. rainwater would probably be okay. In the Midwest, that would probably be all right. Yeah. We'd probably be okay with rainwater. Yeah, you don't want to do that in, like, 
China. Or on the West Coast. Yeah. That's going to be no good. So, but depending on where you are, different resources are going to become scarce. That's fair. Antibiotics, I think, is going to be one of them that, is, that are going to become it's hard to get. Good. Yeah. It's also going to shut down, even if we're able to contain it in a way that, like, civilization is still existing in, like, different locations of the country, it's going to shut down supply lines. Yep. Or at least slow them down. Yeah. Because there's going to have to be border checks and shit. So, like, just trucking supplies from one side of the country to the other. Like, there's stuff in plenty of places around the country that people need to survive that they can't get locally that has to be shipped in. So, So, yeah. Like, things like medicine as well. Like, if you're a diabetic and you need uh, insulin, that shit's not going to be shipping around the fucking country anymore. And now you're going to have to murder people to get insulin. Now I'm almost feeling like maybe you are better off on your own at a certain point. In the early stages, you're probably not. Right. The other thing, though, is teaming up with people and, like, going and, like, actively meeting up with a group increases your chances of getting infected. Because you don't know who may already be carrying. This is true. Yeah. We're <laughs> yeah. The more people around you, the more people that are likely to get bit, and the more people there are that are likely to lie to you. And like, if you run into an encounter, here's the thing: if you are with a group of people and you run into a zombie encounter, the people, and then you survive. After you get out of that encounter, everyone pretty much needs to get into a room together and strip down nude. And check each other over. Like, yeah. Because you can't trust everyone else in that room to be like, no, I didn't oh, get yeah, bit. 100%. Because if you got bit, you know that everyone else is going to have to fucking shoot you in the head. Like, Right, yeah. So you're, you're going to lie. Unless you're just like a truly well, good why, person. Why, though, if you know you're going to die anyway? Because here, here's the thing. We don't know, and the people in this apocalypse wouldn't know that being a zombie is being dead. It could just be a different mental state. If I knew that the disease was going to make me start killing people and attacking people, I would want to be get killed. Though I guess you wouldn't know that there wouldn't be a cure somewhere down the line. Or yeah, something. you wouldn't know. Yeah, like an aerosol-based cure. But also, is it any different than the life you're already living? Because as a human, you're killing zombies and maybe other people to try to survive. As a zombie, you're killing people to try to survive. What's the difference? It's just a different team. It's just a different team, man. A red team, blue team. But the zombies are actively attacking people. Like, without the zombies, there wouldn't be an issue. So the zombies are the problem. But who's to say without humans, there wouldn't be a problem either? Because... If everybody was a zombie. If everyone was a zombie. His, then what's the food source? Historically, in zombie movies, zombies don't attack each other. Just saying. Now, is that the way it would really play out? Don't know. But typically in zombie movies, that is how it is. What would be the food source? That's, a, that's another good question. Then the zombies might just die off on their own. Unless, well, if zombies are alive, they could reproduce. As long as... They, so now the zombies are fucking. Now the zombies are fucking. Zombies. 
if the zombies got the urge to reproduce and that that's kind of the key point here does this virus turn off all parts of the human like um will to like carry on and progenate i mean this whole thing brings up a question i've had about zombie movies and games is like in the zombie movies and the games the zombies are attacking the humans but there's always way fewer humans than there are zombies so if the zombies need to eat the humans to survive how how is there how is it possible that they're staying alive that there's enough humans for them to eat that they're staying alive and if i yeah uh movie media zombies i don't think they make a whole lot of sense no, i not. think zombies are a little bit different if we were to design a zombie that actually functions as its own like creature type it, it right. is different than hollywood zombie i guess it could not need food to survive and it's just it just happens to be extremely aggressive yeah i i like to believe this is how i i don't like to believe this is how i would see a zombie the zombie comes into creation and they can photosynthesize like plants i think that is a, a real easy way to solve the food issue they their okay. cells photosynthesize great all they need water oxygen cool better creature already for the most part but they're hyper aggressive and they can sense humans because of the dopamine in their brain zombies don't produce dopamine so they attack uh, humans to eat the brain to get the dopamine it seems like you've thought about this before Nah, this just makes sense to me okay there has to be a because I, I I'm sure I've read uh, pieces of this shit before in other places because the typical like zombie phrase is brains. Why right. brains? It has to be something in the brains that they yeah. want. What's in the um, dopamine makes sense if it's or something MDMA. they or MDMA. Any chemical in the brain, any chemical in the brain you could choose that zombies can't produce it. They don't need it to survive, but they want right. it. And right. so any feel-good drug fits that role. So they hunt down people to get the dopamine. Once the people are gone, the drug source is gone. They stop being addicts, and they get to live off the sun and water. And they're basically just plant people. Yeah. Now... We'll it's not search. MDMA. MDMA is what is the what's the yeah DM, DMT. DMT yeah that yeah anyway that's a side yeah the wrong drug whatever what? doesn't matter sure um yeah so it's not some feel good chemical in the brain um I I don't know I just think that makes more sense for the way for zombies to function. And if they function yeah. that way, I mean, I think that makes that makes sense. They're a different race. The w- humans are just drugs to the zombies. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, I. And if that's the case, it doesn't matter who wins, and it doesn't matter if you get infected or not. So you say you're saying that the the struggle between humans and zombies is morally gray. 
if the zombie race is sentient and just like humans, but with different motivations, morally gray. No, they have to be. Because if they were the same as humans, they would have to be able to reason and understand that just murdering humans for their own pleasure is wrong. Uh, eh, if we do it to cows and chickens and all other types of we animals. Don't, we don't just rock up to a cow and just, sh- you know what, you're right. We don't have to eat meat. We choose to because it tastes good. Yeah, and we hunt out of pure pleasure. Yeah. All the time. Well, yeah, you might be right. We and, might deserve it. Yeah, and there's... anything. And here's the thing. And there could be... This this virus, this make-believe virus, could do all kinds of stuff to to your brain. And it could just see humans as a really big threat. Un- the uninfected could just, like, have... You could just suddenly get this instinct that they are a large threat and need to die. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I think you're on to something. I think that's a whole debate in and of itself is are the I think we've derailed a little bit because we've <laughs> got, we've gone through we gone from apocalypse to now we're just debating the ethics of if something turned he, humans into some yeah. other race of people that wanted to kill humans. <laughs> yeah. Um but <laughs> so but how we got here was if you got bit would you willingly let other people kill you? I just don't think I don't think the majority of people would. Okay, fair enough. So you're gonna have to be careful around people. Yeah. You're gonna have to yeah. So Alright. So then what are you doing? Are you gonna try to weather it yourself? Or I'm gonna I'll, I will find a group of people and work with them until we get into a sticky situation. And as soon as that sticky situation happens and we get out, I'm leaving. Because I am not taking the chance that someone got bit. Okay. I just have a hard time figuring out how anyone would be able to store enough materials and defend themselves on their own. You, you're, like, you're putting stuff in a backpack. You're traveling. I, okay. I don't think you can hold up by yourself. You just have, have to, to keep moving. You have to be a survivalist or something. See, I think in a situation like this, anyone who isn't a prepper or, or a survivalist already is just fucked. They're just going to die. Probably. There's just no. There's, they just stand no chance. Yeah, almost certainly. The only thing that's going to be left to reestablish a society is going to be crazy preppers and people who are survivalists. Like yeah, most likely. Bear girls types. Which, you know, is that the worst thing? I don't know. No, it's probably going to be like a better race of people. Yeah, that, they'll like, be ready. Yeah. So. But, you know, this scenario job, says all those people. I get to survive. Because <laughs> it's what do I do during the post-apocalypse? <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. So back to the original, <laughs> back to the original scenario. Say all this happens. Yep. Say you survive. Yep. Say we've gotten to the point where there's still zombies rocking around and there's small civilizations that have cropped back up what do you see your role as in that situation and what what would you want it to be honestly in in this whole in a post-apocalyptic world yeah. again 
not a prepper, not a survivalist, so I probably did ride the coattails of some people to yeah. survive. You uh, almost certainly. Um, I think that I would probably take up security as my profession and volunteer to like walk the walls and like go on the hunts with teams to kill zombies really? because yeah because i didn't i didn't get to kill a lot of zombies during the apocalypse because i wasn't highly skilled at it right and i was mooching so now it's my turn to go out and take out the aggression and just kill zombies you're gonna be a zombie hunter be a zombie hunter okay all right um because i don't want to clean latrines You don't want to clean what? Latrines, toilets. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I you didn't want to clean the dreams. I was like, what? <laughs> the fuck what? are you talking about? What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I mean, what kind of jobs are, are realistically going to exist? Because you're not going to have like computer networks and stuff like that for quite a while. See, but is that stuff actually going to shut down? Because a lot of those systems just operate on their own without anybody doing anything with them. Why would the power shut down? Why would, like, because in a nuclear apocalypse, like, the power grid is wiped out and shit. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. But well, who's maintaining the electrical grids and stuff during a zombie apocalypse? I mean, I think you're going to have volunteers. You're going to have people who were engineers and stuff that didn't, haven't been bit yet that are going to show up and try to fix things. Yeah. But I, I just don't know how easy it is to fix, like, a section of the power grid in the United yeah, States. Yeah, like, if all of Texas goes down again. Yeah. Like, who's fixing that if a right. good port of the, like, portion of the population is zombified? Yeah, I just don't yeah. know. It's probably going to degrade at some point. You're yeah. probably right. I just don't know how easy it is to maintain that stuff in an area. Because in the United States, there are, what, three power grids? East, West, and Texas. So if part of East goes down, like how hard is it to maintain just a portion, like just an area? I don't know. Like just a city? Yeah. Like I, back online? I have no idea how the power grid uh-huh. actually works. Yeah. I don't know enough either to be able to tell you. Like, can you get one plant working? I don't know. That, I mean, yeah. surely surely a city is technically able to function on its own because, you know, the power goes out in some towns and not others all the time. So. Well, not every city has a power plant, though. Like Right. They, they bring it in from elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the thing is, the load on the power grid is going to be significantly less. This is true. So. I don't know. I think. And I think people are going to, like, jerry-rig up parts of the grid with, like, generators and shit and just hook them in. And Yeah. But, again, you're not going to need IT people, probably. Not for a while. Like, who needs someone doing software support right after the apocalypse? Nobody. Nobody cares. Exactly. Absolutely nobody cares. Nobody. You're not gonna Yeah, your current job is not gonna be there. Right. I 
most IT jobs aren't going to be relevant unless you're like a network engineer. Or unless you're part of like some super small society that just happens to be full of people who have no idea how computers work and you have a reason to get computers back online. Like maybe like point of sale systems or something. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe may, may like, systems. You could be like a small uh, town's like computer guy. Yeah. I could see that. If you have electricity, you might want to get POS systems back up running so that you can keep track of sales and start getting some kind of economy rolling again. Maybe. That sounds awful. I wouldn't want to do it anyways. I'd rather hunt and zombies. Yeah, because you would never, like, I didn't you would have to be, you'd have to be, like, constantly people's bitch. Like, yeah. They'd be like, Chris, go down to Rodney's general store. Cause, like at six o'clock in the fucking morning, because his computer's not working and he can't keep track of stuff in his no. spreadsheet or whatever. I did not survive the apocalypse to go back to working on computers. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, no, I probably wouldn't do that either. Um, I told you that I would change my answer. Yep. Uh, so I nuclear apocalypse. I'm gonna dip out on that one because I think. I don't think there's any way that actually ends up interesting. Radiation isn't going to create crazy monsters that you have to kill because Fallout Fallout nuclear apocalypse is fun for all the same reasons that we just covered that the the zombie apocalypse is fun. Yeah. And we're not going to get that. It's just going to be less people living in a radioactive wasteland and constantly having to be careful about what they drink, what they eat, where they go. It's just going to be, it's, it's going to be shitty. It's going to be terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's Chernobyl, but everywhere. Yeah. No, that's going to be fucking awful. Yeah. So, and everybody you know is going to get cancer in like mm. five years if they survive. Mm. Yeah. No. Nah. So, I'm changing mine to uh, like, an, like a new ice age. A that's new ice age. Be. Yeah. So, the apocalypse happened because okay. the cl- Earth's climate got, like, everything got too cold, and n- nobody can, like, plant life and shit can't survive. Mm. So, so the likelihood of me surviving, like, there's going to have to be some survivors to this, but the likelihood of me surviving an event like this and being one of the few people who does is fairly low. Sure. Because... The only way you're going to survive this is to happen to be in a lucky group of people who establishes some sort of underground, like, functioning, small, like, uh, I don't know, like a terrarium for people. Like... Mm. There's going to have to be some sort of way for people to set up like generators mm-hmm. that they can run some sort of climate controlled uh building on and they're going to have to be able to grow plant life and shit inside yeah. this which means that they're going to have to be able to keep certain parts of this like human terrarium at the perfect humidity and the perfect temperature, and they're going to have to somehow have had access to seeds and stuff for mm-hmm. enough varied plant life to grow food 
inside this terrarium. And so the likelihood of being part of that, super, super low. But yeah, I think if you were, mm-hmm. it might be kind of cool. It would be cool. Um, and I think it's Switzerland or Sweden, somewhere over in that area of Europe, there is a biorepository with seeds yes. from every plant. Right, yeah. They've basically just tried to take all of like plant life and kept samples of it in case something goes extinct. They so can grab cool. it. And, yeah, that is fucking dope. So maybe you happen to be in a small group of people who had access to something like that. I mean, how many plants do you really need, though? I mean, like, if you go to your local co-op or something and just took every seed that they have, as long as you were able to successfully grow these things, like one generation of these things underground, you may be able to get them to reproduce and, like, stay, like, continue a crop. And how many crops do you really need to survive off of? Probably not a whole lot. Yeah. You got got some fruits and some corn and some wheat. (laughs) Fruits, corns, and wheat. That's That's all you need. Uh, yeah, actually, that's true. What do you need? I, I guess, yeah, fruits, vegetables. Water is easy because you just melt the snow that's yeah. piling up yeah. outside. That's true. So water's easy. Um, like, you're going to need some sort of store of energy. Like, the nuclear... Nuclear or not nuclear, the ice age has presumably come about because there's not enough sunlight, so solar panels probably aren't going to work. Um, yeah, so you're going to need gas, or coal, or something like that. You're going to need a large stockpile of that, and you're going to need generators. Um, so I don't know how you're going to do that, but. Mm. Yeah, I mean, well, there's generators in a lot of places. I guess the thing is, if everything's covered in snow and ice, it's going to get real hard to move around and uncover stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, you're going to have to be able to see this coming at least a little bit in advance. Yeah. And, like, gather some shit together. So, Um, but but after this apocalypse. Right. When, again, are we looking at a civilization that has survived in some kind of bunker? Yeah, so what I'm imagining here, and the reason I think this is cool, is it's basically just going to be like fallout shelters under a bunch of snow. And everybody's going to be living inside like these tunnels and bunkers and stuff. And eventually society is going to reestablish itself underground. And, I mean, they're probably going to be able to like drill tunnels and stuff and get more oil mm-hmm. underground eventually somehow. The crops are going to establish itself. Maybe some wildlife has survived and mm. we're like breeding cows and shit underground. Um, Maybe. Basically, it's just going to be a trimmed down human society underground. And that's going to be pretty dope. There are going to be crews of people whose job it is to go out and like fare the negative 100 degree weather or whatever and like run cabling from one of these bunkers to the, another bunker and stuff so you're going to have computer networks going back and forth that'll be cool 
is I don't want to be one of the people who is helping maintain that because <laughs> I don't I didn't survive the uh, I didn't survive the ice age to fucking work on computers either. You know, this is just the fact that you said that though. That was the premise of uh oh that PlayStation game from Hideo Kojima. What's the name of that? Uh, Death yeah, Rising. Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Well, Death Stranding. That was the yeah. entire premise of that. I didn't beat the game, but after I spent, a, you know, like 15 hours oh, walking running the around. cabling and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's all that was. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, no, I was, I was absolutely thinking of Death Stranding when I was talking about running the cables from bunker to bunker. Yeah. But, yeah, there's definitely going to be people who are on cruise doing that. It's crazy to um, think that would actually be someone's job in this scenario, but it would be. So, so what, what job would you want? So, all right, that's. I was gonna bring this up in the zombie apocalypse because if I if I survived the zombie apocalypse, I'd want this job too. Okay. I want to own a tavern or a bar. I want to be like this small civilization's like local bar guy. I like that. That's a good choice. I just think it'd be it'd be cool. It'd be a pretty chill job. It would be you'd get to know all the people. You get to just hang out, chat, run the run the bar. Everybody likes you. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. You get you bring the liquor. Of course they like you. Yeah. So, and I mean, eventually you would probably run out of stockpiles of liquor and stuff. So you would have to you would have to either figure out how to make it on your own or mm-hmm. employ someone who knows how to distill. Yeah. Uh, but if you can grow potatoes, you can get yeast. Um, and you can get hot water. You can make alcohol. So, sure. uh, doable. Yeah, I don't definitely think you, doable. You don't even need yeast. I don't think. Yeah, I think you have to have yeast for things to ferment. It, it, yeah, but it naturally occurs in the environment over time. As long as you just let potato mash sit, eventually it'll get infected with yeast. I mean, is the yeast already underground, though? Is it already in this closed environment? Ah, uh, that's a good point. Is it is the yeast already in the air? That's a very. I mean, very it doesn't point. really matter. It doesn't really matter. Sure. We, it, in this situation, it works somehow. It yeah, works. Sure. So, but it's definitely doable. Yeah. To make your own alcohol. Oh, to run absolutely. This tavern off it. People so, make alcohol in, in prison. prison. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bruno. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that's what I would do. That's a dope I would establish choice. a tavern, and it, just because I think it'd be cool. Yeah. I'd just be... I'd be the guy that everybody likes because I make their lives underground slightly less miserable. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I made a bad choice with my job now. No, you get to hunt zombies. Yeah. Zombie hunter sounds like a fun-ass job. But barber would also be a pretty good job in both these scenarios, too. Really? Just getting to listen to people's stories and cut their hair. Yeah. You could zombie hunt for a while and then retire and become a barber. That's true. And then listen to other people's zombie hunting stories and share your zombie hunting stories with them. Yeah. Yeah, you have to have stories to be a barber, I feel like. Like, you've never gone to a barber and they're just quiet. I, I have before, but the best barbers are always the, like, 
Yeah, back when I was in Nam. Yeah. Or whatever. Like, yeah. Every good barber I've ever been to has told me some sort of story about back in my day. Oh, yeah. I mean, so. I've, been, I've been to both barbers and hairstylists, and the best ones are the ones with stories, the ones with something yeah. to say, the yeah. ones that can help pass the time while you're sitting in a chair doing nothing while they fiddle with your head. Right. Yeah. Well, man, not, yeah, Frozen Wasteland would be cool. That one, though, see, in the zombie apocalypse, you could travel, and in a Frozen Wasteland, you're not going anywhere. You're, you're yeah. staying in that bunker. I mean, that's, the, that's what's interesting about it is you've got to make the most of what you've got. And that's something that appeals to me is taking, like, making uh, more out of less. So, I like the idea that, I mean, the underground tunnels are going to expand. This is true. We already went over that. Like, people are going to dig further. Yeah. And, like, build more stuff. (laughs) That'd be cool to watch. Uh, Just this underground city expanding. That'd be dope. It'd be fucking sick. And you're going to eventually, you're going to have, like, this multi tiered, like. Like Iron Forge type <laughs> yeah. city that's just like spun up. Yeah, especially if you keep or if the right people survive, like the right kind of engineers and manufacturers survive, you you'll end up with like some really cool city. Yeah, that'd be dope. That'll be dope. Yeah, I gotta give it that to you. W- I think that as a experience post apocalypse, that one probably sounds nicer. To just enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, because you get you get to spend your life as the dude at the bar and you get to just spend your years watching the perseverance of society and like seeing what they develop. Yeah. That's dope. And that sounds sick. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if if there is an apocalypse, I hope you get your drink. <laughs> Me too. I'll probably just freeze to death. <laughs> More than likely. Or we'll make it underground, establish something that lasts for like five years, and something will go catastrophically wrong. <laughs> just an earthquake. Just or like, or like we'll distill some alcohol that just makes everybody go blind. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really know what I was doing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> All right, well, the, I think that covers it. Is there anything else you want to say? Man, uh, I don't know. You know, like, the apocalypse is a real, real cool thing. To, uh, and there's so many ways for each different type of apocalypse to go. Um, you know, in in terms of the zombie apocalypse, just how people react and how... Uh, they interact with each other as a whole other category that we started diving into um, and got off topic with. And uh, a Ice Age type scenario, there's questions down the line about like what kind of creatures are evolving and right. like what's happening on the surface. Because, oh, yeah. you know, animal life is also going through changes. And right, you know. there's stuff that survived the first ice age, obviously. Yeah, and so, so what's happening up there? 
what kind of bacteria and viruses are coming around because of this. Like, there's just a lot of stuff that you could get into and a lot of different scenarios over time. Yeah. We're not, we didn't even get into like the future of these civilizations after right. the apocalypses. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of ground to cover in these uh, scenarios. So if you would like us to dive deeper into yeah. post-apocalyptic stuff and what happens after the post-apocalypse and the future of society in any kind of scenario, let us know. Yeah. Yeah, this is a real broad topic that I think we could go on for ever about. Like, we could make a whole fucking podcast that's just this topic. Oh, yeah. Probably. Um, so, yeah, we briefly touched on a bunch of things. If you have ideas about specific post-apocalyptic scenarios that you think you want us to, like, play out or talk about, let us know what those are. Yeah. Because I think that'd be fun. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, as always, you can go to unplannedpotency.com. You can go to our merch page. Uh, check out the merch. Uh, there, I, on the, like two podcasts ago, I said that there was going to be a new merch page, and there isn't yet. But the new merch page is made and waiting to be published. Um, I don't know if that's going to be out by the time this comes out at this point. But it is coming, um, and you can check out our social media pages. And if you go to our YouTube, there may be some extra content there sometime soon. So go check out our YouTube page, too. Uh, Chris, is there anything I missed that you want to talk about? No, I don't think so. If you haven't gotten the chance to check out Potency Plays and see our short ran series of gameplay videos check that out at potency play uh it's potency plays on youtube or you can go to uh uh potency.com and there are links there if you like to leave comments uh directly on any of the episodes feel free to do that on youtube as well and we'd love to read those um i think that's it for me tell somebody about unplanned potency yeah sure you can do that for us you know you love this Share it with someone. Yeah. Share it with someone that yeah. you really love or someone that you hate. Send it to someone you hate. See how they react. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. Just tell people. <laughs> tell people this exists. Um, all right. That's all I got. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks, John. <laughs>